I'd like to welcome you back to our segment of Balanced Living on Exercise. It goes to your head. And here again with Vicki Griffin, we're picking up now on the benefit to the mind. And Vicki, you, you had some things to say here yes. just a second ago. Tell well, us a little bit. Yes, there is a saying that motion balances emotion. Mm -hmm. And there's a book that we both love by Dr. John Rady, a psychiatrist from Harvard University Mm -hmm. who wrote a book entitled Spark, and it's on the brain-body connection with exercise. And he has quite a bit to say about the mental health benefits. In fact, he calls exercise the strongest and most potent antidepressant known to man. Well, that's amazing because we certainly have an abundance of stress out there today and a lot of depression. So here we come with the natural solution to that. Let's take a look. One of his quotes is, the more fit you are, the more resilient your brain becomes and the better it functions both cognitively and psychologically. If you get your body in shape, your mind will follow. Oh, what a great elixir and motivator that is. In fact, I love a section in his book where he talks about how when we exercise on a daily basis, the body begins to produce more of what is called BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic growth factor. He says this is like sprinkling the brain with miracle grow. Mm, And you were sharing with me some of the studies with students Mm -hmm. and behavior and cognitive outcomes Mm -hmm. as a result of just a 20-minute bout Mm -hmm. of moderate physical activity. Right. So they started a running program in Spencerville at the beginning of the day, of all things, physical exercise at the beginning. But they found out that the amount of violence in the schools went down about a thousand percent. It was amazing. And the scores, they went up in mathematics. Actually, they were the highest in science in the world at that time in a competition that there was internationally. And usually Europe and Japan beats us in these things. And mathematics was like third or fifth. So there was a huge benefit of learning after exercise. You know, movement creates powerful, positive changes in physical, mental, and mood states. And as a person who is interested in brain-body connections in the work that I do with our colleagues, we came across a story of a young woman in Pennsylvania. She moved to the urban area for a job change. She began to jog in that area and would run by a shelter every day. And outside the shelter, smoking was not permitted in the shelter. So these men would be out there smoking in the early morning as she ran by. She got to know them over time and would wave hello. They would wave to her. They were homeless. They were down and out, depressed, defeated. Some of them had various other challenges that they faced. And she started to invite them to run with her. And a group formed and they started running. Oh, first time a block. Then after a little while, two blocks, three blocks, four blocks. Pretty soon she organized a 5K, went to the local sports store. They got gym outfits, formed a team, and they ran a 5K. Some of these men were able to get out of their depression, get out of the shelter, Mm. jobs. And not that exercise is the cure-all. But it is a very potent motivator, and it builds the brain, it builds creativity, it builds willpower. Mm. And yet it takes a decision. It takes the power of God to do what we don't feel inclined to do. When we're fatigued, we don't feel good. But movement actually is going to increase the ability of your cells to utilize insulin. And the insulin is the carrier for glucose, which is the energy for the cells. So the less we move, the less 
energy we're going to have. And you can probably speak to that. Definitely. Yes. When you exercise, it just increases the amount of stored energy that is put in your system. So your reserves are greater and deeper and you are able to tolerate more and endure longer at whatever you're doing. So it definitely has a benefit. I just think about where we're at right now. We're in one of the counties that has a high incidence rate of drug abuse. And they suffer because when they're trying to come off of it, they don't have any good feelings. They're usually depressed. Right. And here we find a natural solution that if we could encourage them to get some exercise, like you said, even 10 minutes gives you the benefit of an hour mood boost, which helps to beat the blues. Yes. That would be so beneficial to many people today. A wonderful study uh, published in Psychosomatic Medicine revealed that moderate, regular exercise improves all of these parameters. Think about it. If you are struggling with an addiction right now, if you are struggling with depression and anxiety, you are going to have a reaction of improved mood, vigor, psychological well-being, creativity. That is an antidote to addiction. What you're describing in the addict is what's called anhedonia, the Mm. inability to experience pleasure. But you think of little children, you put Play-Doh before them or paints, and they love to create and build and do and discover. And God wants us to enjoy novelty, but not the wrong kind. Mm. So the creativity is increased and self-esteem in all age groups. Mm. That is one of the benefits of God-implanted need for us Mm -hmm. to exercise. You know, I know that for my wife and I, we usually walk about three and a half miles a day together. And I can tell you that in my marriage, sometimes there's little friction points, but somehow walking together and talking together helps to work through those things and brings peace and stability back in the relationship. It's good to have a partner if you can't walk with them, if not a friend, because it helps to lighten the burdens of life as you get the exercise together. Well, we behave better when we're in groups and we are more accountable to one another. Mm-hmm. And we're a very isolated society. Social isolation, the health consequences are equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day wow. in terms of heart health. And so finding someone to walk with, finding someone to exercise with, joining a class, mm-hmm. getting out there is so important. I have to travel a lot, and I will deliberately go to the airport earlier so that I can get steps in because I know I'm going to be sitting for so very, very long. I know that sounds crazy, Mm. but it makes the entire experience more pleasant. And stress control is a major, major benefit of getting regular movement. In fact, this was a study published in Medical Science and Sports Exercise that just a single bout of exercise reduces tension, anger, and confusion. Regular exercise increases the ability to handle stress by lowering stress hormones. And that's really significant because people who are inactive and who don't move double their risk of diabetes just Mm -hmm. by being inactive. And cortisol is a hormone that is elevated in inactive people. And so what happens there when we are not moving and those cortisol levels are high, it tends to cause a release of free fatty acids from the liver under stress, which glom onto those carbons and it forms triglycerides and stores as mid-body fat. So yes, 
inactivity actually increases stress, mm, but movement wow. decreases it. So when we're looking at exercise as it relates to the brain, it helps to improve our mental processing. We found that out from the Spencerville High School research, mm-hmm. our learning ability and memory. I love this too, that brisk exercise especially stimulates blood flow to the brain, neuron growth and repair. So what is a neuron? It's the basic unit of communication in the brain. And the neurotransmitter is the basic chemical of communication in the brain. So the cells become more flexible, more electric, more conductive, and more fluid. So you're quicker off the mark, better at problem solving. Mm -hmm. So that's going to lower stress in and of itself. So it stimulates the production of new neurons in the brain, and it helps the survivability of those new neurons. So it's one thing to produce new neurons. It's another thing for them to actually survive. And the beautiful place of the brain where we need those new neurons to survive is the hippocampal area of the brain, which has to do with learning and memory. So what this tells me, Pastor Bob, about God's design for you and I is that he has really engineered us for healing, Mm -hmm. for recovery, for forward movement, Mm -hmm. for increased wisdom and the ability to handle life's troubles Mm -hmm. through time. But we've got to follow his plan. That's right. Interesting is plan, going back to the Garden of Eden, they were to take care of and tend to the garden. That requires exercise. And even after he brought the nation of Israel out of Egypt, they walked across the desert to the promised land. Oh, that's exactly right. And in Genesis chapter 3, I just love this scripture. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, when Adam and Eve fell, the Bible says, Cursed is the ground for your sake. Mm. And then in verse 19, it says, by the sweat of your brow, by the sweat of your face, you will eat. So in the very beginning, God linked nutrition and exercise for man's good. So we go way down to the end of time where we are today. And what do we find? In Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 49, it says, look, here is the iniquity of Sodom. The Bible says in the end of time, As it was in the days of Sodom, so will it be today. So what do we find now? We find a lot. Basically, they laid it out here. An abundance of idleness. We seem to have a lot of that in our society here today. Fullness of food and pride. Yes. So it says fullness of food and abundance of idleness. Mm. So in the beginning, God gives us nutrition and exercise Mm. for our good. And at the end of time, we as a people have abandoned the care of our bodies, exercise, and good nutrition, and we are suffering as a result with self-absorption. You were mentioning this before, that this verse says that as a result of this, we become unable to strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. That's right. Your comments were so important earlier as we discussed, why is it that we want this level of Mm. fitness? It's not all about me. It's about building up our body temple so that we're better equipped to serve and help others. That's what this is all about, really. So better mental, physical, and spiritual health is not just for us. It's Mm. not just to fit in spandex. Mm. So we can sharpen focus, the ability to filter out distractions, to be able to focus on the Word of God, focus on other people, to be able to plan and have improved judgment. Initiative, Mm -hmm. that's a part of the brain, the parietal area of the brain, That's one of the first areas of the brain that begins to deteriorate with inactivity and excessive eating. So you may know what to do, but you don't have the initiative to follow through. That is a brain part. So we need the grace of God to change our hearts 
We also need his plan mm-hmm. so that we will be able to follow through with what he prompts us to do. And I think about that initiative. I just remember when I was taking classes, what the professor said, I just wonder if there's anybody here who has any desire to apply themselves here to the tasks of learning. Because most of you just come and you're just doing what the minimum is to get a mm. grade. Mm. But initiative exercise boosts that initiative, that drive to excel, to create, to, to go above and beyond, to be excellent. No wonder it improves well-being. So what's the best form of exercise? Walking, believe it or not. Walking mm-hmm. is the best exercise I read in a quote for diseased bodies. For in this exercise, all the organs of the body are brought into use. Wow, it improves circulation too. But I guess the best, best exercise is the one you'll do. That's true. That is very true. (laughs) Find something you will do and stick to it. And have a plan for every season. Wow, that can be a challenge Mm -hmm. in some of these climates. But if there was money attached to it. Mm -hmm. You'd find a way. (laughs) Yeah, I think that we would find a way. And, you know, there's a saying that we spend the first half of our lives ruining our health to make money. And then we spend the last half of our life spending all our money to get our health back. So health is wealth. Let's use what we have. Let's remember the wonderful example of Hulda Crook that even though she started late in life, God blessed her. Mm -hmm. She lived, what, past 100? Yeah, amazing. Yes, absolutely incredible. So what are some varieties of exercise that people can learn to enjoy? Jogging is fun and hiking. If you get a chance to go backpacking, getting out in those that green zone, it has a healing effect on us also. Mm. So what do you mean by a green zone? Backpacking, getting out there where you're away from the grid of ah. this, you know, away from the cell phone and all that. And you can focus on the beauty of created nature that God has given us. And God heals our hearts and our minds while we're in those green zones. And there's even research that backs that up, but that's beyond our topic today. Absolutely. Well, there's the gym, there's resistance training, golfing. I learned how to golf when I moved to Michigan, and it's the one game where I just put the ball where I want it. I cheat. It doesn't matter. You know, the news cameras aren't rolling. My income doesn't depend on it. But wow, how great to get out and walk that course Mm -hmm. and enjoy the beauty of nature. Gardening. Gardening, another, yes. Even doing chores Mm. can be a really pleasant experience. There's some others too, you know, like my sons and I, we did some triathlons. We like to compete against each other or Merrill's Down Dirty where you go through obstacle courses on a 5K course and some of it's in the mud. And, you know, (laughs) finding something to do as a family together or with somebody is a lot of fun. So about 2,000 steps equals one mile and just add a little bit every single day. We need to remember that God has given exercise to help us avoid needless suffering and the disease brought on by inactivity. As we look at our final word as we're winding down here, Proverbs 8.32 says, Blessed are those that keep my ways, for by me your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. That's 9.11 in Proverbs. Powerful, isn't it? That by doing the right things, you're adding years of life. And when you have grandkids that are about to graduate from high school, you want to be there. You want to be there for their wedding. Right. You want to be there for God ultimately as well. Even when we have disabilities, impairments, even wheelchair bound, there are movements we can do to use to the best account what we have. And God will multiply those blessings. All right. So we're thankful for Vicki for sharing that with us today. I want to encourage you to just get out, get some exercise and experience those endorphins. God bless you and look forward to you tuning in again soon. 